The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. You don't want to miss In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman, where faith, family, finance, fellowship, and fitness is our focus. So get ready for your family to be launched into another stratosphere. You're tuning in to the dynamic broadcast of In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. Well, good evening. We want to welcome you to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. And I tell you guys, we are excited for this evening's broadcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about some really interesting, a really interesting topic, um, but one that's going to really provoke some thought, uh, make you take a little introspect of yourself and, and your family and how things are flowing and operating. Uh, it's something that over... 24 years, not just particularly with us, but in blended families period, we've seen a lot of it. Not only have we seen a lot of it, but we've heard a lot of it in so many shapes, forms, and fashions. It's just been been crazy. But um, I thought it was just necessary to kind of talk about this right at this present moment because of all that's going on. And unfortunately, this is playing a serious role in a lot of the blended families uh, in today's time. And so we're going to talk about it. We're going to dive right into it. And we're going to invite you to come on the board with us, man. Listen, if you got something that you want to say about this particular topic, <laughs> about this particular subject, feel free to chime in because... Each and every one of us can identify in some shape, form, or fashion about this particular topic. And so tonight we're going to be talking about jealousy in the blended family. (laughs) We're going to be talking about jealousy in the blended family. And man, that is a huge topic. You have really no idea the span, the coverage, the scope that jealousy covers in the blended family. I'm talking about from mothers and fathers to daughters and sons to aunties and uncles and grandparents and you name it. Children. Grandchildren. <laughs> it can go grandchildren. I mean, this thing is, it, it, there's, there's no area that jealousy can't touch or that jealousy jealousy can't reach. And so we're going to be talking about that because there's some specific areas uh, of jealousy that we want to highlight on tonight. And, you know, and of course, you know, get your feedback, your responses, because I'm telling you, when we start talking about this, you're going to identify. You watching, you listening, you watching via Facebook, uh, StreamYard, uh, YouTube, the visual Stitcher, ones. Uh, I, uh, what did I say? Visual. And then those that are, are listening via radio. WJMS. WJMS. Stitcher, SoundCloud. You're going to be that. You you are going to be able to identify with jealousy in the blended family. 
And so we're going to jump right in this, man. So what, what's the first one we're going to talk about that? Well, good evening first, everyone. I didn't get a chance to say good evening. So good evening and thank you all for tuning in. Um, that first one is children jealous of new spouses or children. <laughs> children jealous of new spouses or children. And before before we get into that, I, let me give you a little bit about my story in, in jealousy in the Bennett family. And so, you know, many of you guys heard our story uh, when my wife and I got married. Uh, Madeline had three daughters and I had a son. Madeline was actively raising her three daughters while I was inactively raising my son. Uh, he was in Florida. I was in D.C. at the time. And so, and you know, me and his mom had some issues that uh, were irreconcilable. Let me say it that way. And so it was real hard for me to do some of the things that I wanted to do because first of the the um, the distance and then the distance. <laughs> there were two types of distance. There was distance in mileage and then there were distance in understanding. And so in 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 all of that, I remember um, me telling my ex-wife, hey, listen, you know, I'm, I'm about to get remarried. And this is, you know, this is the path that I'm taking. And immediately the response was, Oh, really? <laughs> like, no, you're not. And I'm like, oh, yes, I am. And, you know, it's kind of funny. You think about having that type of conversation with somebody that's trying to tell you they moved on with their life, but telling you you can't move on with your life. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, this is what I'm doing. This is the path I'm taking. And I did it because that was my son's mother. And I knew that him being a part of my life, if he was going to ever spend time with me, you need to know where I'm spending time and how my life is. I just think that's just a respectable thing to do. We don't have to be friends or buddies, but we should be civilized enough to be able to communicate our lifestyle and our living situations. And so I, you know, I expressed that what I was doing and man, that thing started a barrage of everything. <laughs> you, you name it, I was getting it. And so, but it all stemmed from jealousy. It all stemmed from jealousy. And so out of that, I remember, you know, um, having conversations with my son here and there. And I could tell from the tone of the conversation, there were certain things that he was hearing that weren't true. There were certain things that he was later on. This was later on. Yeah, this was later on. There were certain things that he was hearing that was swaying him or persuading him to believe a certain narrative that was false. Mm -hmm. And because of that, there there were some jealousies that were, were developing mm -hmm. and that were brewing. And man, you you let me let me say this. And I'm sharing this because a lot of you guys that are watching, a lot of you guys that are listening to us are experiencing something of this nature. And it is so important, man. Let me say this. It is so important that you be mature. Now, you guys see my wife. You see it every other Tuesday. You used to see it every Tuesday, but now you see it every other Tuesday. <laughs> but the girl is fine. <laughs> F-I-N-E, fine. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something. 
What was the sexiest thing about my wife to me wasn't that light skin, because that's sexy to me. <laughs> wasn't was it, was it that walk, because that's sexy to me. Wasn't that body, because that's sexy to me. What was sexy to me was her maturity in relationship. That was the sexiest thing I could ever see. She showed me, lived out in front of me, how to conduct myself with my ex. I've never, in 24 years, never, ever, did I say never, ever? Never, ever. I never, ever seen nor heard my wife argue with her ex. Never. Never. Never seen a heated moment. Never seen a heated exchange. I can't say she didn't want to have one, but I never saw it. <laughs> I can't say she never felt that way. It just generated so much uh, jealousy and animosity and envy uh, in, in, in my son because of the things that were projected. But what, I, what I was saying about, about Madeline was I saw her live this thing out in such a way. She never, she always made sure that she never painted the girl's father in a way that would make him look bad. She never painted him in a way that would make him look anything other than what the girls believed that they saw out of him. And so because of that, it, it made me take a posture and it made me take a position like I don't got to stoop down to that level. I, I don't got to, I don't have to act like this person person is acting because their response is their responsibility. Correct. And it's important, guys, to understand this. Your response is your for your actions, nor your reactions, but you. You're the only one. Why am I not back up? You're the only one that's responsible for your response. And so, man, she showed me how to respond. She showed me how to act. I'm talking about when things were like, ooh, I can get in the car and go choke somebody. <laughs> I could take that long drive down 95 and just get it popping. And she just showed me how, you know what? You better than that. You bigger than that. Who cares what they're doing? They got to answer to God for that. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. It is so important, man, to have voices of reason. It is so important to have people in your life that can speak to you in times of difficulty, that can speak to you in times of, I don't know if I'm making up a word, uncomfortability. Uh-huh. <laughs> they can speak to you in times when things are rough, man. I'm talking about when you really don't know what to do or you do know what to do, but you don't want to do what you know what to do. And so this one here was that voice in my ear. No, we're not going there. No, I was going to say, because for me, I think it's very important, whether it's um, relationship with, you know, the ex or relationship with children, um, just relationships, period, or just people, period. I don't like to paint a picture of people, regardless of what I go through with people or, you know, a person or whatever, what challenges we may have had or, you know, that may be going on or whatever. I never want to give an opinion of 
a person to someone else and they base their opinion upon that person based on what I've said. I think it's very important for people to develop their own opinion of a person, you know, like with, with the kids. Um, you know, it wasn't always things that I liked that, you know, their dad, you know, did or didn't do. It was just not my place to paint a picture of him negative to them at all. No, she could have. I could have. Um, and, I, and, I, and, and I could still do. Um, I just choose just I just never did it. I mean, to me, I don't know. I just don't. No, but that, that's but that's that maturity nice though. Thing to do. <laughs> it's, it's it's not even about nice, not nice. It's mature. Well, it's because it's mean when you try to paint a picture of somebody. No, it's just really immaturity. Well, yeah, mature. It's, too, just, it's really it's really immature. Yeah. And so and so because you have to have an understanding of things, and there there was just something that you understood that I knew a lot of people not painting a picture that can be detrimental to someone else. Absolutely. Let that child, let that spouse develop their own picture. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like when I, I knew, I knew my son's mother. I knew her mindset. I knew how she would respond, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to paint that picture because <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to be long before she showed us the, the, the original. She showed us the Picasso, mm-hmm. the Da Vinci. She was going to show it to us. So I didn't have to paint a picture because I knew it wasn't going to be long before Madeline really saw what was what. So let me just keep my mouth shut and don't say anything. And so I'm going to tell you something. This thing was so uh, wow. It was, it was just, it was terrible. And it's been a struggle his entire life. It's been a struggle. There's some things that he really wanted to do and even still now really want to do, but it's hard fighting past the past. The past. <laughs> it's hard fighting past words the past. Because words means. have power. Words have power. You guys hear me say this all the time because I'm I'm a scripture guy. The Bible says when your word goes out, it doesn't come back empty. It has a twofold assignment. Listen, guys, this is important. Your words have a twofold assignment. They're going to accomplish what you please, and they're going to prosper in the areas that you send them. Mm -hmm. And so don't think you're just saying stuff because you're trying to get back. You're trying to get some get back. <laughs> you know, I know what I'm talking or about. Or you mad. Or you, mad. You or you're trying to hurt somebody. Or you miserable because you made a choice and they moved on and their life better than you think yours is. But guess what? Your life can be better right now. All it takes is a choice. All it takes is a choice to change your attitude, change your position and posture, and your life will be better. It'll be better. And so you got to understand those words that you're spewing out of your mouth, that you're telling your children, that you're telling your family, you're going to have to give an account for that because those words are going to do more than you think they're going to do. You might just think it's starting something right now or it's accomplished something right now. But guess what? People don't move past stuff. I remember this years when I was a little boy and my mom used to say, listen, what goes on in your house, stay in your house. Now, you know, people hear that all the time. 
Mm -hmm. I never really, for some people, it means certain things. Right. But the reality is this. When you take what's in your house outside of your house, what's in your house may get better. It may become beautiful. It may be awesome later on. But guess what? People will never forget it. They'll never forget that story you told them. They'll never forget you sharing your problems. <laughs> They'll never forget you getting stuff off your chest. They'll never forget that. And so you and you and old Slim, y'all could be doing good. And guess what? Your family looking at them like this. Look at them. Like they don't know. Like, like we forgot what, what they did. Like we forgot what she did. We forgot what he did. We forgot what they said. Yeah, because of something you said. Because of something you had to get off your chest. And so you don't understand the importance of shutting your mouth. <laughs> yeah. And you got to know when to shut it and when to share it. Yes. Because that statement can be good on one hand and not so good on the other hand. Correct. It depends on um, circumstance, situations, and what's going on. Because there are times where we've heard that said, and you know, it you should be sharing, and you and it's things that you should be sharing. So we're not saying, you know, just want to oh, no, make no, that clear definitely. that it, it it can be good on one side and not so good. It just always depends on you know what. But I'm I'm not talking but about. I know you're talking I'm about talking about. Though, I'm talking about as with the with the intentions. This we're talking about with the intention okay. because some some sharing is necessary. Oh, absolutely. But I'm ta I'm talking about the sharing with the intent to tear a person down because you just mad. Oh, yeah. Because you're yes. just angry. Yes. Because yes. you just you just don't like something. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Because you got people that just had that mindset. Okay. They don't care. Yeah, I mean, and that's. That's where the immaturity, immaturity comes out in a person because just because you're mad or angry, it doesn't give you the right to just say stuff. That's why the you Bible know, says not be only angry not take it out, Yeah, outside of the house, but just saying even within, you know, because you're mad, you want to say negative, mean things to your spouse or you want to say negative and mean things to the children. No. In fact, when you're angry, that's the time to be quiet because you're going to end up saying things that you should not say. And un the unfortunate part about that is that <laughs> you can't take those words back. And Ooh. you might forget that you may have said something, but if it's negative to that person, they're not going to forget it. And, and watch this, baby. Not only that, you, you, you have to really know how people hear. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. in anger, you can say something and they hear something totally different. <laughs> you may not even have said that, but they heard anger. And that anger spoke something to them opposite of what you were saying. So you just have to be. But again, that's the sexy part that I saw. I saw her being able to control that narrative so that she wouldn't have to try to come and play clean up. Because mm -hmm. too many people playing clean up. That's why we're talking about this right here. Ch children jealous of the new spouse or, or, or the children. Mm -hmm. This is typically the most common problem in blended families. This right here. Children jealous of new spouses or children is typically the most common problem in blended families. Mm -hmm. Children often become 
instantly upset and jealous, instantly upset and jealous of the time spent on the new family members. And, and I think with that, though, it it could also be dependent upon the age because you can have a young child that's two or three years old, don't even know what jealousy really is in a sense of, you know what I mean? So, because most most children just want to be loved. Correct. So they, you know, they don't care whether it's like one extra child, yeah, or 10 extra children. They just, they, they love, you know, children or love to play, just love being a monk. Now, as they get older or at, if they're older, it can become, um, you know, jealousy or at a younger age, they can be taught jealousy. Correct. So it's Correct. different, you know, Correct. depending upon age as well. Correct. Correct. And, I just want to throw that in there. Oh, listen, listen, bring mm -hmm. it, bring it in, bring it in, because we always want to make sure that we give it clear narratives. Mm -hmm. And there's just not this one side of what we're saying. There are many sides of what we're saying. We just like to bring uh, different insight and enlightenment and, to uh -huh. what you're dealing with. Because a lot of times people are dealing with stuff and they don't even know. It's it's like it's like having an illness. Mm -hmm. You know something wrong. How many times have people known something was wrong with their bodies and didn't take the time to go to the doctor? Mm -hmm. Didn't take the time to go to the doctor. They could have done something. They could have moved, but they didn't. They could, they, they could, they know they were having symptoms. Couldn't hold food down. Couldn't uh, have proper bowel movements. Some other stuff they couldn't do. But instead of going to the doctor and, and, and identifying what the ailment was, they just kept going through it. And so many times we've seen people go through things mm -hmm. and not identify what it is. Mm -hmm. You know it ain't right. You know it's, you know it's stopping your growth, your progression. You stop, it's stopping the love flow in your home, but you won't identify what it is. And because you won't identify what it is, you're steadily dying. Steadily dying, day by day, things are digressing instead of progressing. Mm -hmm. And so understand this, man, that this is sometimes expected. Sometimes it can be completely normal and not something to be angry about at all. Why? Because, hey, man, listen, all of us like time spent. Right. All of us, listen, I love spending time with my wife, then there's times I don't want to spend time with her. As <laughs> long as we're in the same house together, I'm good. I don't got to be up under her all the time. What you guys say? Nothing. What's, what's all this I feel over here? Nah, nothing. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Hold up. Okay. I ain't saying nothing. Did y'all feel that? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying Woof. I felt something on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but really, though, everybody likes time. They love attention. When people say they don't like attention, guess what? That's because they're not getting up. That's all you making. You, I know that you do have some people that like to not no. not like attention all the time, but they that's not what I said. I said people that say they don't like attention. Yeah, they lie. They saying that because they they've had to convince themselves of that because they're not getting it. Mm -hmm. And so you just they that just became their new norm, and so that's what they've adopted. But there are many reasonable methods of controlling and alleviating this problem, making sure that all children involved have plenty of alone time and attention from their parents will go a long way.
this is important, man. Just make sure the kids get some alone time. Stop having all these together activities and start sprinkling in some one-on-one activity. Because sometimes that, 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 that older child just may want to talk. That middle child just may want to talk. Right. That younger child just may want to talk. They just may want to spend time watching a show, watch a TV show, watch a movie. They just may just want to go for a ride with you. Right. But if every t- everything you're doing got to always, always be everybody, then guess what? There are going to be some things come about. Because everybody likes a little one-on-one time. And so we want to talk. We, we wanted to talk about that. Then we talked talking about, uh, go ahead. A spouse is jealous of attention given to the children. Oh, man. This one right here is huge. This one right here is huge. Spouse is jealous of the attention given to the children. I played that role. I was so stupid. <laughs> playing that role. And it was, it wasn't even, I just, it was that. Yeah. I wanted that attention. I wanted that attention. And not understanding or not being mature enough to say, hey, dude, them her babies. She gotta spend time with them. She gotta go out with them. She gotta do they they're young ladies. They, they, these are critical times in their life where they need their mother to be active in their life. And so if you're taking up all the time and the job is taking up all the time and the other activities that you guys involved with taking all the time, then guess what? It leaves them nothing. It leaves the kids nothing. And you're wondering why, why kids are choosing outside influences only because you're not using your influence in the house. You're not maximizing that. And it took me a minute to catch on to that. A long minute. Yes. Because to some people, a minute is like seconds. Right. To others, minutes are like hours. <laughs> so you're, you're absolutely correct. A long minute to get that understanding. But because I'm a seeker of understanding, it wasn't hard to get. Yeah, and it's better to, when you see that, to try to get that fixed right away. But all that, again, comes, not again, but that comes with, with counseling, though. You know, all those those are things that needed to be discussed prior to oh man you know anybody you know that's getting married and you bring in you know different uh you know fam two families together to combine one it's a lot of things that you know that need to to be discussed yes you know and and that's one of them that's one of them because if you if you have a single parent whether it be the mother or father because hey it goes both ways you got a lot of single fathers out today too you know and then remarrying you got to you know when you bring them together you got to remember that that one spouse that they have been in the house with, you know, the children's been in the house with that one spouse for a period of time. Like, you know, with me, it had been like uh, <laughs> pretty much like seven, eight years that it was just us. So. And you develop a routine. You, yeah, routine. And it's just me and them, you know, them and me, me and them, them and me, them and me, me and them. You know, so when you came along, you know, for them, it was like um, almost like a. I don't want. I, I'll say interruption. No, it, but it, it was a but serious it was, interruption. But it was, yeah, and it wasn't so much of an interruption where they just was like, "Oh, now he's here." It was the way that you came into the picture. Yeah, that was what I'm saying. It was, a, it, was, yeah. it was a serious so it was a, interruption. Yeah. It was a halt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a slam on brakes. Right, but again, you know, with counseling, things can 
you know, it teach you how to, you know, how to do A, B, C, and D in, you know, the blended family. So. Yeah, because, you, you know, it, 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 it's, it's funny, man, because a lot of times, you know, you'll, you'll hear people, you know, talk about topics like we're talking about, and you don't hear the, the, the rough part. Mm-hmm. Not, not everybody's experience is different. different. Yeah. Now, let's be clear. But come on, man, let's be for real. You got people. And whenever you got people that's other than yourself, there's some stuff. Because <laughs> you can only control you. And they can only control them. And everybody's not on the same playing field. Everybody's not on the same wavelength. So there will be some things that come about that if you don't share this stuff, because there's people listening and watching right now that's like, oh, man, I can identify with that. That was us. You're absolutely correct. That was you. We just want to make sure it's not so many people following you. Right. Because everybody didn't make it out of what we made it out of. It was some people that got married right before COVID, got divorced in COVID. <laughs> it was some people that walked in COVID, married for years, and the midst of COVID, walked away. Why? How is that so? How, how is it that you're in something and then you just walk out of it? Because there's some things that you aren't identifying. There's some things you aren't being truthful about. And when the rubber meets the road, guess what? Now that's when the burn starts. And people are seeing some things that, guess what? We should have talked about this before we got into it. There were times when we sat and like, oh, we should have had this discussion. <laughs> we, we should have had this council. We in it. We ended the winning, but man, we knew, oh man, we 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 missed this one. <laughs> because guess what? I love you ain't always good enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I, I, I love you. Okay, but you, you might love them, but you're gonna find out real quick that you don't like them. You'll find out real quick, I love you, but I like you until to now <laughs> I, I love you though I really love it I mean times people say that though they love a person but they realize man I don't really like that person you know why you realize that because you got this time with them some things came out that should have came out before you went down the aisle before you stood before the, the preacher the minister the justice of the peace or whoever, and you change those, exchange those vows. And so it's important because guess what? If you don't deal with that, these jealousies are going to be there. They're going to be there. I had no understanding of the need for that time. That's where that came in at because of my lack of understanding. That's why the scripture says in all you're getting, get what? Understanding. Get understanding. And every, let's tell you something. Let me say something. In everything you do, you have to get understanding. You got on your job, you got understanding. You wanted to learn how to drive a car, you got understanding. You had to understand how traffic lights work. You had to understand traffic patterns. You had to understand traffic signs. You had to understand brakes, accelerator, gasoline. You had to understand a whole lot of things before you really got, before you got that license. You had to understand, it's most uh, states, you had to understand parking. So in all you get, man, you got to get understanding. It's important to get that understanding. And 
Because understanding will alleviate jealousies. Because you know how to handle those things. Difficult relationships with the other parent. Oh, this is a big one right here. <laughs> <laughs> Difficult relationships with the other parent. Because we've been there. We've yeah. been there. I'm going to tell you, there are, monu- there are monumental times in my life. Monumental times in my life. First being I was born. <laughs> that was monumental. Until the earth, the child was born. Until the earth, the child was given. That was me. <laughs> that was monumental. The other monumental time was me being able to walk and play like other kids. That was monumental. That was monumental. The other monumental time was me graduating high school. Mm-hmm. That was monumental. Not that it was a concern, but I did it. It just was huge for me. I mean, anybody that know me and knew me in school, you know, I was, I was what they, I was part of the group that they were. We were cool nerds. There were nerd nerds, and then there were us, mm-hmm. and we were smarter than the nerd nerds. <laughs> We just, you know, we just, we was hood. So we knew how to be on both sides. Then the other monumental thing was my son being born. That was monumental. Next monumental thing was me marrying my wife. Monumental. Then the next monumental thing after that, sweetheart, was my son turning 19. <laughs> you saying, why is it that it was monumental when your son turned 19? It was monumental because I did not have to deal with his mother anymore. That was monumental. That was my story. Mm-hmm. But it's real. I can't sit up here and act like it was something that it wasn't. No, that was my, listen, it was so monumental. Something I should do every year on my birthday. What would I do every year? (laughs) (laughs) You would go to IHOP and have breakfast. How how would I have breakfast? How would I have breakfast? What you mean? How would you have it? How would I have it? Your pancakes? Oh, by yourself. I'm I said, you would go to IHOP I would go every year. I would go to IHOP and have breakfast. I did that for my birthday every year. That it was without fail. <laughs> mm. Didn't care who laughed at me. Didn't care who talking about me. I did not care. I would celebrate me over some flapjacks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was doing. That's what you did every year. But I'm gonna tell you guys something right here. When my son turned 19. I felt like I was listening to Prince because I partied like it was 1999. (laughs) I partied like it was 1999. Why? Because of the difficult relationship that I had with his mother. And it wasn't that it it could not have been, but it was. Because I can only control my part. I can only control my responses and my reactions. And so 
when he got to that point where I did not legally, I did not have to deal with her anymore, I didn't. I literally, I think I, I think I gained 10 years back in life. I mean, I felt so rejuvenated, so invigorated, so youthful. And, that, and it, man, listen, I can just be honest with you guys. There's only way I know how to do it with you. But it's important because some of you are dealing with difficult relationships in this thing. And it's causing a lot of unnecessary friction. It's causing a whole lot of unnecessary things that's generating jealousies amongst the children because of their actions. You know how many letters, how many texts I got talking about you care more about somebody else's kids than you care about me? Really? Where'd you get that from? Who told you that? Oh, somebody that made a choice, somebody that made a life decision, but it didn't work out the way they thought it was going to work out. Now they're mad because my choice and my decision worked out better for me. So now, now see, cause that, that's what, that's what happened with a lot of people. You've made a decision and a choice to walk away, to move on. Some was merited, some wasn't, but for whatever reason, don't get mad at the other party because their life is better than yours. You make your own life. You do what you gotta do to be better in life. You, it's like we were talking about, uh, I don't know if you guys heard the story where, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say the, the, the artist's name, but there was an artist that, that recently got divorced. And it was a flip side thing. She was the entertainer and her husband wasn't the, he wasn't the entertainer. And so, man, this is like one of the biggest, um, this happened to be one of the biggest suits in, in, in history as far as divorce goes. Okay. Uh, and alimony. Alimony and um, child support. Child support. <laughs> and so this cat got 200, he get $200,000 a month. Almost 300. Oh. Almost 300. Well, he gets another well, fifty. He gets two hundred thousand, two uh, over two hundred thousand dollars. They have it anyway. This guy gets over two hundred thousand dollars a month in child No, in in, in um alimony. alimony. Then they then they have children. He gets another fifty thousand dollars on top of that in child support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People saying what? Yes. Now understand this, guys. They build a lifestyle for their children. Mm-hmm. We always look at things when it's on the other shoe, but guess what? Now it's not. And the rules still apply. You can't take children from a level of lifestyle in one home and then expect them to go to poverty in another home. How selfish of you. How selfish of you to want your child to go somewhere that's not as prosperous or even more prosperous than where you are. And people do it all the time. You got guys don't want to don't want to do for their kids because they or don't want to pay child support because oh she she got a whole nother man at home. Dude, what 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 does, what does that what what does that have to do with your child? Nothing. 
You should want your child to be in a better predicament, a better position in life. Why would you want your child to leave your house where you giving them steak and you giving them this and you're giving them that and they go home and eat oodles and noodles, pop tarts, peanut butter and jelly, <laughs> mayonnaise sandwiches. What's the other stuff you make back in the hood? Uh, banana sandwiches. Oh, I know See, I, I grew up in the hood, man. I, Rice I with ketchup, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we did it all. We had tomato sandwiches. Toma <laughs> tomato sandwiches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, really. But people had that selfish mindset. Even though there are difficulties with the other relationship or the other parent, that does not mean you don't want the best. My prayer was always this, and this is still my prayer today. Bless her. Enlarge her territory. Increase her borders. Why? Because that's my son's mother. Absolutely. I all, I'm going to always, until ashes to ashes and dust to dust, I'm going to always want the best for her. Why? Because that's my son's mother. Yep. Period. She carried my seed, birthed him into the earth, and raised him. Why wouldn't I want the best? And you she out here like beefing, you know what I'm saying? But you out here beefing with the spouse of the other parent when you should be wanting the best. They the only ones can live their life, but you still keep your attitude right. The reason why I didn't suffer in life is because I made sure I prayed for her. I made sure I wanted the best for her. What she did, she was responsible for. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want coming back to me what I can control. Yes. Yes, Miss Jojo. How you doing, sweetie? Enlarge their territory. Because watch this. When their when their territory is enlarged, your territory becomes enlarged. <laughs> yes. When when their territory is enlarged because of your prayers, because of your intercession, because you're standing in the gap for them, guess what? You're going to be the recipient of that. Absolutely. Because doors are going to open up for you that's going to allow you to increase. That's going to allow you to grow. Man, we've experienced some things over our years that's just been mind-blowing. Because we kept the right posture in the right position. Absolutely. It's sad though, there's still a lot of drama from other parents in many new blended families. Custody, listen, custody, visitation disputes, top the charts. Let them folks see their kids, man. Stop fighting that stuff. Listen, I don't, just because your relationship didn't work. Doesn't mean they don't have a right to have a good relationship. They That's right. Just because things didn't go the way you thought they should have gone or you wanted them to go, does not mean that every child needs their mother and every child needs their father. They need the both of you because they are a sum, they are the sum product of the both of you. They are the product of the both of you. They need you. And so when you're trying to keep that child from that person, when you're trying to bad talk that person and down that person, understand not, not only are you damaging that person, but you're damaging that child. Because that part of that child, that him, is what you're tearing down. <laughs> it's, it's like sometimes, it's, sometimes when I'm talking to my girls, it is so hilarious. Because at times when I'm talking to my girls, <laughs> I could only see their father. It, it is so hilarious because this dude is super intelligent. 
I mean, he one of the smartest dudes you're gonna meet. And so when I'm talking to them, and it's like, and they're saying stuff, and I'm laughing to myself, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's <your> daddy. <laughs> it is so funny because I gotta catch myself so I don't they're like, what you laughing about? So I, I gotta hold it in until I finish the conversation with him. I'll go in the other room and I'll just start laughing because it just it shows me how much of him they are, how much of, of him they carry on. And, I'm, and you guys got to be careful with that. We made sure to nurture that. Mm -hmm. We made sure, man, to, to cover that because they're going to, as the children get older, mm -hmm. as they mature, as they grow, as they move on, if things are right, they understand. They'll see. Right. But it's not your job to tear that person down. Exactly. It's not your job to, to be with that person. It's only your job to build that person up. Let that child make the decision and the choice of how they want to view that person. And I go the same for not only that biological parent, but the same for that um, the spouse that <laughs> that biological parent married. It's not your responsibility to try to tear down that um, that blended parent either. You know, because sometimes you have that. You have where a spouse is, you know, saying negative stuff about that blended parent or, you know, you're um, trying to make the or want the relationship to not be good with those children and that new spouse. Ain't nobody, ain't, 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 ain't nobody else going to be, be, be a father to my child. Ain't nobody else going to be the mother to my child. And I, and I look at it like if this is the person that that, spouse, you know, that ex married, why wouldn't you want to try to have a... The best relationship possible. Yeah. I, you, I mean, you ain't got to be best friends, but at least be able to um, be mature and have a, you know, a decent relationship because I'm like this. If the, if my ex is, is married and my children are going into the home that they live in, I want... To have a good relationship so that you can treat my children properly. I don't want to send them to somewhere where that person, you know, concerned. don't like me or I'm, mm -hmm. yeah, or I'm concerned or worried about, okay, what's going on, why they're there. And the point on that, I mean, we'll jump in that, sweetheart, is most people concerned because for real, that's them. You, you're concerned because you're evil and you're manipulative and you're jealous. And you're trying to project that onto someone else because you don't want to be honest about you. So if you can get somebody, if you can get the child or others to look at that person in a negative light, it's going to take the spotlight off of you. Mm -hmm. I, I told, I'll tell you guys the story. I remember uh, well, it was about, about seven years ago, uh, my daughter, my middle daughter, she was having this, um, this new, this Christmas Eve dinner. And she did it for a couple of years when well, Christmas Eve, she would invite family and friends over and just she would give gifts. I mean, she would share gifts. And I think we would bring something. And but, but what we brought, it was like a, a giveaway. Right. It was when What's she called? was doing the white Christmas. Everybody bring a gift and then you exchange it. Yes. Because, yes yeah. Yes. I, guess, I think that's what it's called. White Christmas. I, or I, whatever. I, I forget the name of it, but. Everybody bring a gift and you <laughs> draw numbers and you pick and yeah. you can take the person's gift, whatever that name of that game is. And so this particular <laughs> this particular uh Christmas Eve, uh 
the girl's biological father and I were there. And we, we pretty much at all events anyway. But this particular one, she felt the need to do an introduction. And so everybody know Madeline. You know, this is this is Madeline. Everybody know her. She 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 internationally known. <laughs> everybody know this. Don't be jealous. Yeah, exactly. Everybody know. Her. Like I'm just her husband. And so, and so she introduced Madeline. They laughed like, "Yeah, we know your mama." Then she asked uh, the biological father and myself to stand. And she started with him, and she was like. This is dad number one. And before she could finish the sentence, he stopped her. And he was like, no, we both number one. Now, this is the biological father speaking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is the biological father speaking. Stopped her in her tracks and said, no, that's not how this is going down. We both number one. Why? He didn't have to say that, but he understood the importance of saying it. Because we 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 both vowed to live a life before them that we were going to be number one. There weren't going to be any, I'm this, and he's that, he's this, and I'm that. No, we're number one. My voice is just as important as his voice. His voice is just as important as my voice. And so that's important to understand, guys. That takes away those difficulties because they know they can come to the both of us. It's no, I can talk to him, but I can't talk to him. Right. No. Right. Why? Because we, listen, I, had to, I went to this man and said, hey, listen, I ain't trying to take your place. <laughs> Believe that, bro. I'm not trying to take your place, but I will be honored if you allow me to assist. I didn't even want to be the number one score. I wanted to be the point guard. I wanted to, I wanted to dish. I wanted to get the assist. <laughs> That's how I wanted to play the position. Now I can shoot, but I can pass. And that's what I wanted to do in this family. I wanted to be the one to facilitate. That's my role. It's always been that's my role now. I'm the facilitator. And so I took the difficulty out of that. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's, that's what you guys going to have to do, man. Get along with the ex-spouse or the other parent can be rocky at best, but try to keep the focus on the kids. It's the best method. Yeah. Keep the focus on the kids, man. Yeah. When you keep the focus on the kids, because I understood that just like my relationship was over, their relationship was over. So it wasn't about that dynamic anymore. It was about these kids. What are we going to show them? Are we going to show them people that's constantly bickering, constantly fighting, constantly trying to tear each other down? Or are we going to show them a unified front? Yeah. <laughs> that's huge. Yeah. Then uh, we got a couple more minutes. Well, yeah, we got a few more minutes. House to house jealousy. And I talked about that. House yeah. to house jealousy, man. This is big, guys. Find, it, there's a, a, a show that, that we watched the other night and um, uh, one of the couples uh, they're, they're a blended family one of the couples uh, the, the father and the uh, ex-wife were jointly raising the, the son mm -hmm. and 
the son got to a certain age and the father was like, hey, this is that, that critical time in life and you've done an awesome job but I believe is is of uh, the utmost importance that he mm-hmm. live with me now. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you haven't done a great job because you have, and, and the proof is in the pudding. But there's some things that he need from me right now that he just need to be around me. Mm-hmm. And so they worked it out where you know now that the son is is living with the father, and I thought that was so commendable. But what I wanted to touch on was this right here. This dude went so far as to, because he wanted to give his son the best life, he went so far as to front the son's mother and her husband money to move to the town where he was living. Who doing that? That's big boy stuff. He wanted that thing to be so good. He said, listen, man, I moved on. You moved on. I'm happy. You happy. But we got to make sure he's good. Yeah. And literally put up the money for them to buy their home in his in his town. Why do you want, again, why would you want your child to be good in this place, but not yeah. good in that? Yeah. Let me say that again. Why would you want your child to be good in this place, but not good in that? Mm-hmm. Listen, I it's a lot we got to talk about, but it's jealousy, man. But we just want to just share on tonight because there's so many people yeah. that are dealing with this. Dealing with this. We've heard it. We've been married 24, going on 24 years. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't too much we haven't heard. It's not. And so us sharing this is because we've heard it. It's still yet hearing it. And when is the change gonna come, man? When you when you gonna man up? When you gonna woman up? Why you why you just can't want the best for that child? Right. Those children. Listen, if if you're thinking about getting in a blended family, seek some counseling. Right, absolutely. Don't just talk to a regular counselor. Talk to a counsel counselor that specializes in blended families multiple families somebody that understands the dynamics and the nuances and all of these moving parts because everybody don't understand this and the problem is you're talking to people that have no understanding of an area that you need understanding in and and you're getting wrong information and you're trying to apply something to a situation that doesn't suit where you are and so if you get ready to enter into a blended family listen we admonish you. And if you're already in one and you have an issue. We admonish you. Yeah. <laughs> Just seek some counseling. counseling. Seek some only counseling. Not in the marriage, but in the whole family, the children. Personally. Get everybody involved. Personally, because most people nowadays are byproducts of blended families. Yeah. So not only are you ending, in, you're entering in a blended family, but you are the product of a blended family. And so if you haven't dealt with that past, then you're making a pass. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say that. If you haven't dealt with that pass, you're making a pass. What do you mean? You're passing on some stuff that you shouldn't pass on. Right. Behaviors, ideals, ideologies, uh, and you end up, you all these different things because they all cover all of that. Mm-hmm. And you're just passing stuff on in this new family and you're wondering why it's not a success. 
wondering why it's an epic failure. Why? Because you didn't take the time to seek and get understanding. Listen, guys, this this has been this has been good to me. Yeah, I, I know that you know we had a storm run through here and yeah. the power went out yeah, and we were able to get back on. But we just wanted to take this time to talk about jealousy in a blended family because there's so much more that we can share and want to share, uh, but our time is not. And so we thank you all for tuning in to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. Close out. And baby. you can reach us via email at weareablendedfamily at gmail.com. And our website is in theblenderministries.com. Also, don't forget to tune in on Thursday nights for a replay. Um, you can listen to it on WJMS Radio. You can also catch us on YouTube, um, SoundCloud. Is it SoundCloud? Yes, yeah, SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, all the social media outlets. We're there under In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. So, but thank you guys again for tuning in and um, always supporting us. Again, our email is weareablendedfamily at gmail.com and our website is intheblenderministries.com. Also, if you would like to be a part of um, In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman, send us an email. Um, we're always open for wisdom, more wisdom, you know, dropped on these shows. If you in a blended family or been in a blended family, um, hit us up. Let us know. Yeah, because we got we got some uh some some good stuff coming. We got some good stuff coming. So we thank you guys again. We love you. Love you. Love you, Miss Jojo. Bye bye. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to the dynamic broadcast of In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. WJMS Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. See, we keep it real. We always gonna keep it real. You can't knock what's real, you know what I'm saying? We telling the truth, man.